welcome to another episode of a podcast about music, which, if you're new here, is a podcast about music. I'm one of your hosts, Logan. And I'm Eric. And if you're new here, welcome aboard. Yeah, really. Um, I would suggest listening to some of our prior episodes to this one, just to get a little taste, a little flavor as to what we're all about. Just to wet your palate. You don't want to jump right into all this musical genius and hilarity yeah really you might fall off your chair and hurt yourself Mm -hmm. or fall off your ladder if you're doing some yard work uh first of all if you're up on a ladder today please be careful there's no shame in asking someone to spot you you should Mm -hmm. never go up on that ladder alone no you should not please be careful yeah well enough about ladders eric Do you have anything to talk about before we start the show? I do. Speaking of home improvements, I've spent the better part of the afternoon chipping away at a stump in the yard. Yep. Trying to dig a stump out on my own without going to the professionals. Not metaphorical. It's actually been doing that. It's a a tree stump that received some damage in a big storm a couple years ago. And you know what? Not a lot of headway after all afternoon. Nope. Not a lot of headway whatsoever, actually. Taken a... A piece out of the axe. Mm-hmm. The axe um, blade isn't quite as big as it used to be. <laughs> yeah. We've got some rocky soil here in the northeast of the U.S. Yeah. Um, but besides that, pretty good, Logan. If I was doing any better, I'd, uh, you know, you know the expression. If you're doing any better, you'd be doing better. I guess. Yeah. How about you? What's new? Uh, not much. I'm preparing for a little lifeguard certification class that oh, yeah? I'm planning on attending this monday if it's not rescheduled obviously safely what with the whole coronavirus pandemic going on what is this coronavirus pandemic you speak of how about this go listen to one of our previous episodes and we cover it semi-extensively no i'm I'm partially kidding it does sound familiar but yeah i'll look into it yeah I, i i'd suggest it it's a pretty interesting topic really one that relates to uh, the world around us, I'd say. Excellent. Well, thanks for dragging down the mood. Yeah, you're welcome. I yeah, how about sure that? hope the microphone's plugged in. I think it is. Oh, it is check. indeed. Yep. Well, no news on my next book, by the way. Just thought of it. Still planning on publishing around September, maybe late August, depending on how these final steps go. But just wanted to let everyone know that it's coming i'm not just putting it off there are some seriously good things happening right now great publisher treating you okay yeah yeah great treating me all right i'm glad to hear that logan this week we're talking about someone whose last name could if mispronounced be confused with one of our former artists we covered remember we talked about harry chapin yes i remember some people are inclined to say chapin yeah well, we've got a bit of a switcheroo this week. Yes, we we're sure talking do. about Tracy Chapman, who some people may mispronounce as Chapman. We're talking Tracy Chapman. Never done it. Yeah, well, everybody's fallible, you know? Yeah. Um, so we're talking about Tracy Chapman. You've heard of her? I have. And I've heard her music as well. How do you like it? It's very good. It's really good, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. It's powerful. Good um, stuff. Emotional. Mm-hmm. It can um, make you feel emotional. What do you call music like that? Emotive? Just music. Yeah. I think 
if just I, music. I think good music should always make you feel a certain way yeah. No matter what that feeling may be, whether it be happy, excited, sad, whatever. But music is doing the job if it invokes emotion within you. Oh, wow. Welcome to Powerful. Uh, Deep Words with Logan. Logan, no less name provided. Well, what kind of music does Tracy Chapman play? Well, I would say she... You know what? I'm going to have a hard time describing it. Yeah. Do you have any words I that... would have a hard time describing it also. I would say... Because um, it, it, it fluctuates. Singer, songwriter, guitarist. Yeah. Folk. Yes, folk was the one I was going to go soul. with. Um, yeah, the two big ones I was going to say were folk and soul. Yeah, but, definitely. A lot of her music is her playing with an acoustic guitar. Yeah. Backed up at times, of course, mm -hmm. but she's written some great songs. Yeah, she was born in Cleveland, Ohio on March 30th. 1964 and at a young age she moved with her family to connecticut i heard a story about her childhood they were yeah. leaving cleveland and her parents said we're going we don't know where but it's gonna start with a c because it's uh we liked cleveland so much it starts with a c we need somewhere that starts with a c so they picked connecticut they could have also picked cincinnati. california california cincinnati colorado colorado connecticut a different part of Cleveland, Crested perhaps. Butte, yeah. yeah. The possibilities are endless. Nearly. Nearly Indeed. endless, yeah. They could have gone to China. They could have. But they went to Connecticut. Connecticut. Eh, it's close enough. While attending Tufts University in Massachusetts, studying anthropology and African studies, Chapman began writing music and performing in Boston and recorded songs at the local WMFO radio station. That is almost nearly the same information that i dug up on her wow yeah i know well she caught her big break in 1986 when a friend's father introduced her to a manager at electra records with whom she recorded her first self-titled album which was released in 1988 logan do me a favor if you could please over the next minute or so segue into one of our first song selections if you don't mind sure thank you Tracy Chapman rose to number one in both the United States and the United Kingdom, and its popular single, Fast Car, landed at number five on the UK charts and number six on the US charts. Is that our first song suggestion? Fast Car, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard Fast Car, I have no idea where you've been for the last 30 years. Yeah. But. Maybe in a slow car. Maybe some of these young kids out there, it's very possible they haven't heard Tracy Chapman, and you don't know what you're missing. Yeah. Absolutely you beautiful not know what you're missing. Well, I'll link it right down below so you can swipe your finger right up to go down. It seems a bit counterintuitive, but trust me, it works. And click that first link or tap that first link and really immerse yourself within the music of Tracy Chapman. Excellent. Fast car. Thanks. Um, that same year, Chapman performed at Nelson Mandela's 70th birthday tribute concert, which was held in Great Britain. The album's second single, Talking About a Revolution, also met with wide acclaim and ranked competitively on Billboard's music charts. Now, is that the same revolution that the Beatles did? No, the songs. What about the other revolution that the Beatles did? Talking About a Revolution. Oh. Yeah. You recommending that one, too? Am I allowed to? I don't see why not. There's no rules here on Thank APAM. You. APAM. APAM, as it were. Yeah. Song suggestion number two, talking about a revolution. It's hard to um, 
suggest songs without going to the hits because they mm. are so good. They yeah. became hits for a good reason. Yeah. Mind if I suggest one more? Of course. And then I'll finish up this little bio and we will continue with the podcast. Excellente. So, Logan, what are we talking about here? Tracy a third, a third song suggestion? As per format, yeah. All right. Third song suggestion. Give me one reason. Okay. To give you this song suggestion. Because it's our third song. Okay. Give me one reason. Just did. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yes. you've done it again. Give me one reason. Song suggestion number three. A la, um, who's on first? Give me one What's reason. What's on second? Correct. Who's on first? Who did that bit? Do you remember? I don't know. It's on third. Why? Because. Because, yeah. <laughs> I think they did it a bit better. We've lost... 99.9% of our listeners at this point. Folks, it's nothing um, nothing even remotely related to Tracy Chapman, but if you no. check it out, who's on first? 20 bit. You will not be sorry. I will link it right under Give Me One Reason. Awesome. Yeah. Outside of her musical career, Chapman has long worked as an activist, speaking and performing on behalf of several nonprofit organizations, such as the San Francisco AIDS Foundation and Circle of Life, which is no longer active. During a 2003 event to benefit Circle of Life, Chapman performed a memorable duet with Bonnie Riot, right? R I R A I T T. Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt. You know her See, music. My, just, we might talk about her one day. I mispronounced so many of these artists' last names, to be completely truthful. I'm not sure if you wanted to bring this up, but we had to re record like three times because I butchered her last name. Yeah. What are no, you going to do? Tracy Chapman's not whatever this. Bonnie Raitt, another phenomenal singer, songwriter, and great guitarist. Yeah. Anyway, she performed a duet with Bonnie Raitt of the John Prine song, Angel from Montgomery. Right? Montgomery? Montgomery. Yeah. Sure. This could basically be a podcast about mispronunciations at this point. Um, Anyway, that's it. You're familiar with John Prine, right? We've talked about him several times. Yes, we have. One of the most beautiful songs he ever wrote is... Angel from Montgomery. That's right. And you can listen to our John Prine episode to hear all about who he was as a kid, his musical history, and some song suggestions of his. Now, that's but, all I have on Tracy Chapman. As is our tradition here, mm-hmm. we don't like to give too many details. Check out her music. I sure You'll will. love it. It's hard not to love her music. Yeah, it really is. Now, Eric, yes. do you have anything else to talk about in regards to Tracy Chapman? Before we continue on for real, I think. If I did, I forgot what it was. Mm. Well, that sounds good. Um, why don't we just go right into real or fake? Welcome back, ladies and germs, to another... That was funny. Signature <laughs> um, podcast about music gold episode. Standard segment. Gold standard segment, as mm-hmm. they say. I'm feeding you the lines at this point. Uh, which segment? Real or fake? Real, yes. Real or fake? You know it. You love it. Is the story real? Is the story fake? We'll let you decide on we, this week's special edition. You know what I realized, Logan? Yeah. We've given out a handful of misinformation. Nearly half of the stories we've ever given have been fake. I, I just like to go and say, as a disclaimer, remember, one of these 
two stories is fake. It's yeah. not real. I continue. I think people understand. Yeah, I'd I also, think they do. I'd also argue that we might give a bit of information out of the real or fake segment as well, but that's, yeah, what are you gonna that's do? a topic for court. <laughs> Speak to your attorney, all right? Yeah. Uh, and we can actually provide you with one as per the law requires such podcasters as us to do. Now, Eric, may I go first this week? Please do. I'm kind of losing track, but yeah. remind me oh, next week. Yeah, go ahead. And yeah. All right. Story number one. Loose goat causing traffic hazard on Pennsylvania Highway. Pennsylvania State Police are on the hunt for a loose goat. That right is re- now? Possibly. Okay. That has reportedly been seen wandering into traffic on a busy highway. Police said multiple witnesses have reported the brown and white goat running into traffic in recent days on U.S. Route 6 between Route 89 and the Tarbo Road in Wayne Township. Photos have been snapped by witnesses and have been shared on social media in hopes of determining the animal's origins. Hmm, it sounds very believable well, on account of everything I know about Pennsylvania. You know the saying, loose goat a day keeps the uh, state police in business yeah. yeah oh yeah i remember that in the saying. highway okay so loose goat story sounds very believable loose goats also sound like something you have after eating taco bell anyway story number two message in a bottle may have traveled from england to rhode island rhode islander said that he is unraveling the mystery of a message in a bottle that he believes traveled all the way from england todd Ricky of South Kingstown said that he was walking along the shore in Jamestown when he spotted a glass bottle among the rocks. Ricci, Ricci, I don't know, R-I-C-C-I, said the letter addressed to Rena appears to be about a friend who had recently passed away. Refers to her friend who was sick. She passed away and wrote the letter, I guess, after the girl passed away as a farewell type of thing, Ricci said. At first, I thought it was nothing. Then, the more I broke it down and read... I was kind of just like, it's not from here, the terminology. Logan? Yeah. I'm saying that's your true story. How come? Um, I don't think that you would bring up such a sad, potentially morose topic. Especially in times like these. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the real story. And I believe this goat wandering the streets story wouldn't even have made the five o'clock news. You're incorrect. Ooh! Because, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever in real or fake history, both of those stories were real. (gasps) As teased last episode. Oh my gosh. Yep. Darn it! Well, now that we have that. I believe that's called cheating. Says who? Uh, We literally talked about it last week. This is just. Blowing the barn doors off of this segment, huh? Blowing the barn doors off the goat sanctuary. Well, if you catch my drift. You know what? If you want to play like that, yeah, I'm not stooping to that level. Well, I'm sticking to the rules. Do you give me my word? Your word. Do you give me your word? You can I'll, give me my word. I'll give you your word. Okay. That I'm sticking to the rules. All right. And I'll I'll believe you. All right, Logan. You ready for this? Yeah. You know I like to tie my stories together with a common theme. Yeah. This week's common theme, the common thread to this week's real or fake, mm-hmm. as prepared correctly yeah. on this side of the table, is the Powerball lottery jackpot. You're familiar? Yeah. 
it's a multi-state conglomerate, as it were. Yeah, it is. Two stories related to the Powerball. One's real, one's fake. Are you ready? Yeah, I am ready. Do I have your undivided attention? Because this one... Phone's away. ...is a doozy. Logan, you may have heard me say in the past that my real and or fake is a doozy. Yeah. But this one really is, I promise. Are you sure? Yes. Do you give me my word? Wait, hang on. Yeah? This just in, we're getting a breaking news story. Okay, the same time my watch goes off. Folks, mm -hmm. I am sorry to have to report we have news that Regis Philbin has passed away oh. at the age of 88. Yes. And I wanted I you to hear it well. first. Sadly, Regis, who hosted the Today Show, is yeah. that what it's called? Probably. Live. Live yeah. with Regis and Kathy Lee. I, I don't know much about his show. Regis and Kelly. Yeah. Uh, he was born August of 1931. Yeah. Can you believe that? That's a long time ago. Lived a good life. Sure and, did. Um, he has been quite active in show business most of his career. Mm-hmm. He performed with such greats as the Rat Pack, Logan. Yes, he did. You're familiar with them. Mm -hmm. Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm familiar. Who, yeah. else, who else is in the Rat Pack? Well, since I'm so familiar, I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, you know those guys. Yeah, those guys. Um, anyway, our, uh, our thoughts go out to his family in this time. Yeah, if there's anything we can do to help or to talk about on the show, by all means, we're here for you. I'm glad that we talked about that. Yeah, and like the second it happened. Yeah. Except well, not to listeners because we're putting it out after editing I, and post-production and everything. Kind of think about this; it might come as a surprise to no one. Yeah. So now that you never well, know. if you're listening to this, you either heard of it or you aren't in that particular circle, so you haven't. It. Yeah, it's big news, big national news. Well. Your I stories. Just, I just got that from our producer in my headset, so I yeah. wanted to share. Mm -hmm. My story is today jackpot related yeah. mm -hmm. to the Powerball. Sure. Are you ready? Yeah, I am. Story number one or story number two first? Number one, please. All right. Even if story number two was first, it'd become story number one. Logan, you know that a lot of my stories take place in one of the states of the U.S., and usually yeah. I'll give a geographic area like western, eastern. Mm -hmm. This story is from western Wisconsin. Wow, cool. WW. Yeah. Yeah, That's it. western Wisconsin. Um, a man split his Powerball winnings with a friend. Yeah? What? No, continue. <laughs> Could I guess how much his Powerball winnings were? Yeah. $22 million? Nope. Ah. After they split it, they each only got $5.7 Never mind, then I have not heard this story. Yes. He promised his friend in 1992 over a handshake that oh. either of them... Yeah, I think I might have heard the story. <laughs> Ever won the lottery, they would share it. Share it, yeah. When you heard the I story, I mean, continue because you might have. When you heard the story, it. was it real or fake? That's I, I, the question. Was it fake news by any chance? Could have been. Because my second. I'm gonna have to hear your second true. story. Just all right. What if this week I decided to give you two true stories also? Well, tell me your second story, and I'll figure so it out. So story number one. Tom Cook, not Tim Cook, but Tom Cook. Tim Apple. And Joseph. Feeney mm -hmm. um, agreed in 92 that if either one 
won the Powerball jackpot, they would split it. And they did. They're both retirement age now. Really and, retirement um, age after this Powerball win. Yeah. They're planning on just enjoying time with family. Now, if I could ask you a semi-personal question, what would you do with $5 million? $5 million after tax? Yeah, which turns into about, you know, let's say let's say three mil, I just would, on the table. I might do a handful of things, yeah. but I'll tell you one thing I would try harder than anything else to do. Yeah. Not let anyone know. Mm-hmm. Me too. I've heard some real horror stories about it yeah. really coming between friends and family. Basically wrecking relationships yeah. because it just gets in the way of everything. I know you've heard me joke about this, but it's not a joke. Yeah. I wouldn't want to win it. That's why I don't play these. Yeah, exactly. It's also statistically it's... almost impossible to win. And a waste of money. You're better off putting that money into a high-yield savings account. Possibly. Can you put money in a 401k? Sure you can. Put it in a 401k. Yeah. Yeah, bet on your retirement. Yeah, you might be better off buying a cup of coffee. At least you'll get something out of it. Yeah. But people enjoy it. Hey, yeah. you never know. No, you pretty much know you're not going to win. Yeah. But what if you did? Correct. Um, I'd probably save some, spend some, and invest some, and then uh, probably donate the rest. Because I wouldn't want to nice. have all that. I mean, I'd save the majority of it for when I'm an older adult. But I'd probably donate at least maybe $600,000. You heard it here, folks. Logan's donating $600,000 to his parents. That's nice. To, well, never said my parents, per se. Oh, you meant to a worthwhile charity. Just to a charity in general, I I want to caution you all. Yeah. It's hard to find who to give to these days. Mm -hmm. So hard. What with the internet and everything. What with the internet. Look around. Some uh, non-profit or not-for-profit organizations who would be happy to accept your donation might not do very honest things with it. You think the Michael J. Fox Foundation is legit? It's got to be. He's he like a I, nice person. That's what I was thinking. Anyway. Oh, that's nice. Your second news story. I'm touched what? by your, um, what's the word we're looking for? Philanthropy. 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 Charitability. Yeah, your um. Philanthropy. Yeah. Philanthropy. <laughs> Philanthropic actions and words. Philanthropic. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. We could really call this a podcast about mispronunciations at this point. Uh, I'm considering changing the uh, art to just a big picture of my face with my mouth blurred out because it doesn't work ah, what are you gonna do this year logan marks the 50th anniversary of the powerball by the way wow story number two okay it was started in sheboygan wisconsin this is powerball and wisconsin related today i'm sure um the powerball started as a goof at a small auto parts factory between the night shift workers yeah the highest jackpot over the first year was only 150 smackaroos. It's 150 more than I'm making yeah. on the Powerball. Before they were gobbled up by the large gaming conglomerate, Fast Winnings of Winnipeg, Canada. So there's your two stories. Story number one, two men split it. Story number two, Wisconsin, Sheboygan to Winnipeg. The classic origin story. That's right. I believe that both your stories are true. Incorrect. And uh, then I, could I have another guess? <laughs> Usually, well, usually we don't give another guess. So I'm wrong. I'm wrong. You knew the first one was correct. You've read yeah. the story. Yeah. I should have dug a little deeper this week. That's okay. I, I brought in my search term this week. Instead of searching weird news and then going to the second page, I did offbeat news. 
so I thought I could get you there, and I did. Yeah, but yeah, you sure did. I don't know why I'm actually saying this to well, end the cringy conversation and my mispronunciations. What do you say we go into weekly wisdom? I think that's a great idea. Hello, and welcome to Weekly Wisdom. I'm one of your hosts, Logan. And I'm Logan. What? Wait, who am I again? You're Eric. Ah, but every single time we try to do this. I mean, you're, it's it's either one or the other. If I'm not mispronouncing my own name. So let's try that again. So who are you? I'm Logan. And I'm Eric. Yes. And Congratulations. I have nothing to do with this particular segment. I... I want to make the mispronunciation joke again, but at this point, it's not funny. It's just kind of sad, especially since you just forgot your own name and you, thought you were me. Logan, you mind if I bring up something that you may find humorous at the same time slightly embarrassing? I mean, I guess I could just edit okay. it out. No, no, no. It's it's no a talk fun about one. it. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. You just mispronounce the word mispronounce. Mispronounce? Yeah. How do you pronounce it? You just mispronounced it. Did I say Earlier. mispronounce? I can't remember how you said it. This is, this is horrible. Pronunciation, pronunciation, things like that. Mis, I think it's mispronunciation, not pronunciation, right? Something like that. I can't. Now it doesn't even sound like a word. I think this you week, could say pronounce, but mispronunciation. Yeah. yeah. I pronounce this conversation pointless. If you buy a bag of Starbucks coffee and return the bag when it's empty, they will give you a free twelve ounce coffee. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Can you buy it at the grocery store at a discounted price and then bring it over to your local barista? Barista. Uh, probably. I mean, this little tidbit of information I'm reading from doesn't really specify. But I'm sure if it's a Starbucks coffee bag and you, I don't know, dump it into a different container, bring the bag to the store, I guess because they'll recycle it or something. You could get a free coffee. Logan, you want to do some fact checking? Yeah, I bet Starbucks is that 12 ounces at all. Let's just check it out, shall we? How are we going to check it out? We're going to call Starbucks and ask. How are we going to get their permission to put their voice on a podcast? That's a very good question. Guess what? We're what? not going to hear any details besides Starbucks. So no one's really going to know if we're really calling Starbucks or our friend down the hallway is answering so the phone. So are we putting this on air sure we are i'll check if it's legal either way folks it's ringing hi i'm just curious if we purchase a pound of coffee and then bring the empty container back do you guys really give a free coffee for that uh no oh my gosh that I've heard about. yeah we okay. heard wrong thank you Thank you. Have a good Take one. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, that was interesting. I guess this life hacks calendar is giving me false information. Then again, do we really know until we call every single Starbucks in the United States? Or on the Earth. Because yeah. let's think logically. You can't just think maybe it was her first day. Maybe it was... Maybe. her first hour i mean of all the things they're going to teach you at starbucks orientation it's that, not that's like yeah. the little nobody really knows it i don't think we need to call again 
Should we call a different Star no, Wars? No, maybe don't... in a different state. Maybe I... they do different training in different states. I'm not comfortable with calling another Star Wars. Different country. Absolutely not. Language barriers. Hmm. I'm not sure what to do. Well, I'll step uh... out if you call again because I'm very, very phone shy. I'll oh, really? Just have the podcast now. What about a Starbucks in Alaska? I'm honestly probably going to step out. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't make Thank you feel you. uncomfortable. Well, that was fun. For a guy who does a podcast and writes books and puts himself out there. Yeah. Something about a phone call just makes my uh, skin yeah. crawl. Well, you know what, Logan? Um, I think most people listening to this know that you're of the generation. What do they call it? Generation. Gen Z, I think. Gen Z, maybe. The, the younger generation. I don't know. Born in the early 2000s. Yeah, you're not known. Your generation's not known for, for talking on the phone. I've, you're more of a texting generation. I'm more of a texting kind of... You know, maybe FaceTime once in a while, although yeah. FaceTimes also kind of make me uncomfortable. Un unless it's like a family member and there are other people around, I don't really like one-on-one. -on -one. It's even like not Skype or Zoom calls because that's fine if you're with friends. One-on-one's fine, but phone calls definitely just so awkward. Yeah, no, I hear you. And it's almost as awkward as sitting talking to strangers halfway around the globe. Yeah, sitting knee to knee over here. But uh, well, interesting. I feel like texting today. is just a little more personal. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first, folks. One more caution. Yeah. This is a real life hack that I know to be true, and I think almost everyone can agree with me. But I need to remind you. Yeah. If you have something important to tell someone, don't say it via text. Oh yeah. It's such an easy way to get yourself in trouble because no one knows the tone you're using. I won't give the obvious example, which could be a bit morbid, but if you're getting married, don't text and say, getting married. I was trying to think of an acronym, but nothing applied. No, no. Call them up and say, hi, I'm getting married. And then yeah. say, I'll text you the deets, GTG, <laughs> and then hang up to try because to relate. You don't want to say, I'm getting married, and have them respond, LOL. LMFAO. Yeah, as what it were. does that mean, huh? Well, we'll have to find out next right. week. Anyway. I think that's all the time fun. we have. Plenty of time. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for dealing with my mispronunciations, pronunciations, pronunciations whatever sure. the word may be. Yeah. And hopefully you'll be around next week to hear even more about another artist. Eric, with that, I would like to pass the mic off to you, and you can close the episode this week. No, thank you. <laughs> And with that, we say goodbye. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate.